From interviews and investing to careers and credit, we've got you covered. WalletWatch is a podcast brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. We'll be interviewing industry experts, sharing personal stories, and even playing some fun games. Delivering financial topics in an enjoyable and interesting way. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica. And I'm Amanda. We're so glad you're here. Hello, Wallet Watch listeners. You are back in the studio with your host, Jessica. And me, Amanda. We are kicking off season nine. I cannot believe it. This season, we are going to have a focus on building your financial foundation. Yeah, and you should expect episodes every three weeks throughout this season. And we're really excited to talk about building your financial foundation because Jessica and I are also financial educators. So we're passionate about teaching people and sharing the information and the knowledge that we have. So doing it on our podcast and through these episodes is a great way to learn. 100% Amanda. Just remember that you can check out our Wallet Watch podcast on any platform that you listen to your podcast on. Yeah. And today we are really going to focus on the basics. So how do you go about choosing a financial institution? What kind of accounts should you open? And then planning for your future and making sure that you have important things connected to those accounts. So we just want to say thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Getting started today, Jess, what suggestions do you have for people in regards to finding and choosing a financial institution? Sure, Amanda, that's a really great question. I think first and foremost, you need to think about where do you live? What type of financial institutions are in your community? Because one thing I think that is most important when choosing a financial institution is convenience. Having a branch close by to be able to go in and talk to somebody if you need to. But also on the flip side of that, taking a second and kind of looking and comparing the different financial institutions. Just because there's a financial institution in your community doesn't always mean that it's going to be a best fit for you or align with your values. You know, I know last season we talked about aligning our money with our values. And I think that goes into when you choose a financial institution as well. Would you say that researching out or getting the feel for what kind of service they provide as far as like member service, customer service, do you think that would be important part of your decision? Absolutely. I think service has a lot to do with it. And I also think we have to think about the nuts and bolts. Like what are the components of the savings accounts and the checking accounts? Are there fees? Are there minimum balance requirements? Do you have to have so many transactions per month? Those type of things. Because as much as you want the financial institution to work for you, the account has to work for you. So I think that plays a big part in it as well. And obviously service is huge. When I walk into a place, especially to talk about finances, money, loans, I want to be able to sit down and have a good quality conversation with somebody and be able to feel comfortable in a space to be able to have my questions answered thoroughly. So what about you? Yeah, I would agree with all of that. And I think the other thing too, when you're looking at 
getting an account at a financial institution is maybe look into and maybe be a little weary of deals that they might have to like get you in the door. I know from experience, you know, when I was starting out in college, I was away from home. I didn't necessarily have a branch of the financial institution that I had growing up as a teenager where I was at in college. And so I was really tempted to maybe open an account with another financial institution. But after doing a little bit more research and reading the fine prints of this opening deal, I realized that in the long run, if they were even giving me free money to open a new account, I would still have all of these other service fees that were regular with that financial institution. So it wouldn't have ended up being a good deal for me. Flip side though, is if you do read that fine print and it is a good deal, maybe you take it and use that opportunity to earn a little bit of extra money for opening a new account. Yeah, totally. So I think once you have taken the opportunity to pick out a financial institution that works for you, think about how do you conduct your financial business? I know we live in a day and age where we don't have to go into the branch super often. So components of like online banking are important to me. Mobile banking are important to me. Having ATMs close by. And I know with different financial institutions, some of them are a part of different networks. So you have access to ATMs all over the world. So I think that's an important component as well. Now that we've talked about how to choose your financial institution, I kind of want to touch on the different types of accounts you can start with. I definitely think that there's value with that. And I think too, um, there's different types of checking accounts as well. And I think figuring out how do you use your checking account? Are you making the majority of your purchases on a debit card? How much money do you want to keep in your checking account? and looking at what types of checking accounts different financial institutions offer. If you're someone who uses it a lot regularly, making sure that it is truly free. And then I think it's great to have a savings account at the same institution as your checking account. But I also think it's a really good idea to look into high yield savings accounts and seeing what different accounts financial institutions offer that can earn you more interest or dividends on the money that you have in a higher yield savings account. For sure. Looking at different certificate options, that's another great avenue as well to earn those higher dividends with your savings. The biggest thing with certificates is you're kind of locking that money up for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So there's different um, types of high yield savings with different levels of how liquid your money is. So it's all about finding, if I need this money right away, can I access it without any fees for taking it out too early? Or maybe you're in a situation where you're like, nope, I don't think I'm gonna anticipate needing that money for a while. Let's put it aside and earn even more. I think that's why it's important choosing a financial institution that's going to sit down and ask those questions. Amanda, I know you and I, before we took our roles as financial educators, we were working in positions where we were member facing. We were working with members. And whenever a member approached me about putting some money into a savings or if they had extra money sitting into a savings, I always found it as an opportunity to talk to them about what are your plans for these funds? Are they just kind of sitting there for an emergency or a rainy day? Have you ever thought about taking maybe a portion of that money and putting it in a certificate for a year so you could earn higher dividends just for that? 
And what a lot of people don't understand about certificates is you're never going to lose your initial investment. The other thing too is you can research out the rates that are at financial institutions or you can request that information by calling them or going into their physical location. They do fluctuate, but it is something that you can ask them before you even go through the process of opening that account with them. Yeah, with most financial institutions, I do know interest rates kind of change week to week. So it's always important to ask those questions and kind of stay up on that. What other features besides types of accounts are your favorite from your experience with financial institutions? Sure, that's a really great question. So for me, I am, like I said, a big online banking, mobile banking user. I do probably 90% of my banking right from my phone or my computer. Bill payment is another really good one. I know that has become super popular for a lot of people because you can have all of your bills paid from one space instead of having to log into separate websites to pay the different bills. One really cool feature that I have seen more and more of is financial institutions actually offering credit score access, which I think is really cool, especially as our role as financial educators and how much we talk to the community about the importance of credit. I think it's a great account feature that some financial institutions do offer. What about you? What do you find are important account features for you when you're looking at accounts? Yeah, so I think of the things that I use the most and one of the features I like to have from my financial institution is the ability to transfer money to my partner or my family members very easily. So being able to just do that right from my phone on a mobile app is important. And then I think the other thing too is the account security that I feel. So what kind of things are put into place so that I know that my account is secure, that I can trust that my money is secure and safe, that I can trust that my passwords and my usernames are safe and secure. So thinking about, do they have a two-factor authentication set up on there? What other new innovative ways are they trying to create security even with like my debit card number? those type of things too. And then also, if I'm calling, how does the financial institution know it's really me? Like what kind of questions are they asking me that they're verifying that I am truly the person on the account? I think those things are also important. For sure. I'd like to kind of shift the conversation a little bit now to touch on what type of things are needed when you're ready to open that account. So you've done your research, you found a financial institution, you've checked out their accounts online, then you're feeling confident and ready to open your account. Yeah, first piece most financial institutions are gonna need is a form of identification. They have to verify who you are and then they're gonna use some of that information on there and then they're gonna be asking for your social security number. So this is one of those instances where they need to have that information. They're also gonna look at your date of birth and then depending on what type of account you're opening, there may be a certain amount of money that you have to have upfront to put into that account to open it. You may also have to qualify for membership in some way. That's very common with credit unions and they make it really easy to do. 
The other thing too that I think is really important to make sure that you have on your account and make sure that it's accurate is your beneficiaries. Jess, do you want to explain what a beneficiary is on an account? Yeah, Amanda, I can definitely answer that. So having a beneficiary set up on your checking and your savings account is very important because a beneficiary is going to be a person that you legally designate to receive the benefits from your financial accounts in your death. Yeah. And the the whole idea of the beneficiary is so that, you know, if you weren't to have a beneficiary on your account, then the information would go to probate court and the court would have to figure out who that money goes to. Sure. But I also think it's important too, that as you grow and you progress through life, making sure that you update your beneficiaries and know who you have as your beneficiaries, because it would be really sad if you didn't have them updated and then the money were to go to someone that maybe you didn't have that great of a relationship with anymore. You're absolutely right, Amanda. Thank you for that example. We hope you have enjoyed this episode today and we look forward to being in the studio with you next time. And now it's time for the CU Spotlight. MSUFCU and OU Credit Union have many products and services for our members. We have multiple checking, savings, and loan options. Our checking accounts have what you need. Whether you prefer no minimum balance or earning dividends, we have the perfect account for you. You'll enjoy surcharge-free access to over 30,000 ATMs nationwide. Near or far, we are wherever you are. Our checking accounts also include access to free direct deposit, free bill payment, and free access to your credit score. From standard savings and money market accounts to certificates, we have a variety of dividend paying accounts to fit your needs. Our multiple loan options include personal loans, auto loans, mortgages, and multiple credit card offerings. From low interest rates to tiered benefits, we have the right product for you. If you'd like to find out more or become a member, please visit msufcu.org. Wallet Watch is written, hosted, and produced by Amanda Khan and me, Jessica Rubio. Our executive producers are Ariana Saldana and Susie Elkins. Wallet Watch is brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. You can find more episodes of this podcast at our credit union's website, financial40.org, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode.